Thanks for listening to Reality Breached. It's time for episode 99. This time, Jarius, the unapologetic geek, stops by again to talk about football. It's playoff time, which means it's time to make some bold predictions. Check it out. We also have some bonus Reality Breached after we talk about some football, but I'll chime in later to let you know what that is. Enjoy. Hello, welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. This is our uh, 99th episode. Yeah, yeah, wow. number 99. Um, I have our sports guy, the unapologetic geek himself, Jarius on the line. How's it going, man? What's up, world? It's been a long time, man. You know I'm ready for this <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I appreciate the pleasantries and the formalities, but yeah, I'm definitely ready to talk about the NFL, man. So, but everything's going good. Good, good, good. You, you, you know what? You're absolutely right. Skip the pleasantries. Let's talk football because I'm really excited and I know you are as well. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess the place that we could start and it's a little bit of the hottest topic right now is what the hell is going on in Pittsburgh, man? Oh, Pittsburgh? P- Pittsburgh's a complete trash fire right now. It is a complete dumpster fire. Like, Okay, so I, for one, didn't know. I was dealing with the chaos of the NFL on Sunday. I didn't know Antonio Brown didn't play at all. And so that probably explains why a couple of fantasy matchups didn't go the way I thought they would this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but him not playing at all, then come to find out, it's because he threw a football at Ben Roethlisberger, who's twice his size. Wait, I didn't hear that. And yeah, I just heard that today. It was over. The news actually broke after Pittsburgh lost. He threw a football at Ben Roethlisberger and um, Mike Tomlin sat her, which is a big move for Mike Tomlin because he lets the players just do anything they want. Right. Yeah, so he threw a football at um, Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben kind of played it off. They said it was an injury or whatever, like a knee injury, and that happened earlier last week, and he didn't show up for practice for the rest of the week after that, Antonio Brown. And then they decided to sit him for the game. Oh, my God. And now he's on Instagram liking pictures of people photoshopping him in other jerseys. (laughs) It's chaos over there right now, dude. Dude, Pittsburgh's done. Yeah, they're done. That window that they had... Le'Veon Bell, I mean, they were cool because Connor came in and, you know, I talked to a buddy of mine today and he was like, Juju Smith-Schuster is as good as Antonio Brown. I'm like, I don't know what that's about. It's <laughs> not bad, but you're yeah, overstating it a little bit. Yeah, yeah you're, over, you're overselling them a little bit, man. But I, I don't get why why it's not cool for them to have two running backs and, and two wide receivers like I would rather have that scenario <laughs> than to be like yeah I'll go ahead and trade Antonio Brown away like, hell no I sat up here and saw this dude get triple coverage in a game and still get two touchdowns that were over 50 yards hey, hell no I'm not trying to trade him away especially when he's under contract but uh, like normally you'll hear them say you know the team can just wait him out no, not necessarily not when he's a cancer to the locker room yeah yeah yeah, that's that's a different situation. Like the, the problem is, is he's very expensive. So who who's gonna want him? Yes, the world. They move mountains to get Antonio Brown. Like a lot of places, 
just tossing it out there, and I know they'll never do this. Cleveland Brown will get will give up every pick they <laughs> amassed over these <laughs> last few years to have him out there with Baker Mayfield. Now that's a dumpster fire waiting to happen as well. Um, San Francisco, I know, would give up give their last limb for him. And I mean, hell, you look at the New England Patriots. I know you wouldn't want to keep them in a conference, but I'm pretty sure the New England Patriots give you a nice. No. No, nice no, the, no, the, the, yeah. no, the Patriots are who will sign him when no one else wants him. That's also true. Yeah, they never signed big. They yeah. never signed big, so that's fair. Too, except for Randy Moss, and then, even then, that was the same situation you just spoke of. Nobody else wanted him. Um, and another interesting thing is Odell Beckham apparently is going to be on the trading block this offseason. Have you heard that? It doesn't surprise me. But, but but it then again, what, like he's getting paid too much money. So why not trade him straight up? <laughs> oh damn, Beckham for, for Antonio Brown. That you know, that's uh, it's, I, I don't know if that's an even trade, but it fixes the problem. It kind of does for both teams. It's like the Kawhi Leonard and uh, what's his name? Kawhi Leonard and Demar Derozan situation in the NBA. They just traded them both yeah. straight up. Yeah. For each other, it kind of solved both issues. Wow! Uh, but yeah, the Pittsburgh—I laughed so hard when they lost it. When um, when the Cleveland Browns lost, and I'm used to laughing when the Cleveland Browns <laughs> lose, but it was different this time. It, I was laughing because their loss directly affected a team that that. I guess overachieved last year when you really look at it, as far as the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers underachieve achieve almost every year, considering their talent yeah. level. Yeah. And, I mean, you have a top 10, you have a, if I'm not mistaken, a top 10 defense and the top five offense, which is Super Bowl numbers when you think about it. And you're in the it. same division as the and Browns and the Bengals. And oh, okay. So let's break that down. <laughs> the Bengals didn't have their starting quarterback. They had what's his name, Driscoll. Uh, Driscoll. Yeah, Driscoll. You had him. Then you're going against two rookie quarterbacks, and you couldn't win that division running away. Yeah. All you had to do was win the game against the Oakland Raiders, who who uh, mailed in the season this year. And you lost that game. That one game, and I'm always going to remember this season for that. That was a swing game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that, that was the, that, the that's the game that made the decision. It's Tomlin. Tomlin, it, he, he's he's on a short leash. He's got to be at this point. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he still has his job. And pe- speaking of people with jobs, still Marvin Lewis. What he, Marvin Lewis <laughs> finally got fired. Finally. finally. 16 years, and it amazes me that it took them 16 years to fire him when you consider that Bill Belichick in 19 seasons won five Super Bowls in the same car. <laughs> like the Bengals, like, <laughs> it doesn't take a lot to just look over there and be fed up. But no, nah, you also kept him for the better part of a decade. I mean, not a decade, 20 years. Like, this NFL season was insane. You got the Kansas City Chiefs are the number one seed. Yeah. Which is spectacular in and of itself. You have Kirk Cousins. My guy. And I said it here. 
and I caught a lot of flack for that. <laughs> the Vikings would not make the playoffs at all. People like you tripping. They got Kirk Cousins. I said that's why they won't make the playoffs at all. All of Kirk Cousins' numbers are in garbage time. They were in garbage time in the with the Redskins, and they're in garbage time with the Vikings. <sighs> it's, that's like it. that's heartbreaking because I like the guy. I do. I like his energy. Yeah. Well, I mean, energy can only get you so far. Ra Ryan is only going to get you so far. The Eagles, I thought the Eagles would be yeah. doing. Nick Foles, St. <laughs> Nick Foles, as I call him now. He comes to the rescue every time Carson Wentz goes down. And, yeah, it's not really a, a quarterback controversy, but it kind of is a quarterback controversy because, and it's unfair. I, I concede completely that it's unfair. But Carson Wentz, A, looks injury prone, and B, it looks like the Eagles are more capable when Nick Foles is on the field. Right, right, right. And if they make another deep playoff run, Carson Wentz's like stability at the position will be questioned. Without a doubt. Exactly. Without a doubt. And, and it is unfair. Because <laughs> his injuries are significant. Yeah. One of them is basically a broken back, and the other one was an ACL. It's not like this guy. It's like it's not like he sneezed like in baseball. His back got thrown yeah, out, right, or something right. stupid like that. It, 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 these are significant injuries, and the team really looks like they thrive more when he's not on the field. Hmm. It, I, I, it's, the NFL was really weird this year. Then we go to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback in the league, but it's getting to the point where he's running out of passes to me. Uh, he's in. He, he was in a shit situation this year. Yeah, but then this sounds like what we say about Aaron Rodgers when his teams don't meet what we think they should be every year. When he's not winning, he's in a shit situation. When he is winning, he's incredible. Both of those things can be true and false. Like, I've said up here many times this year, and I saw Aaron Rodgers not audible when it's obvious blitz because he's relying on his raw talent. In the Cardinals game, the game they got Mike McCarthy fired, <laughs> mind you, which he, he definitely deserved to be fired after this game. But when Mike McCarthy used that timeout and Aaron clearly didn't want to, and he looked over at the, the uh, sideline and kind of threw up his hands. And I think he said, it. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Mike McCarthy. Yeah. The, in that game, I saw Aaron Rodgers make some questionable decisions when he threw the ball, whatever. Now I'm not saying that he's overrated. Like he's, he's an incredible quarterback, but at the same time, here's an interesting stat <clears throat> that I found out because we're living in a world full of interesting stats <laughs> now. Aaron Rodgers has a losing record when going against teams that were that had a winning record at the time when he was behind. And I mean, it's like a, a crazy number when you look at I can't remember the specific number. I tried to find it earlier and I couldn't come across it. But if that team, if the opposing team had a winning record at the time, he has a losing record when he was playing from behind. 
And then if you look at the quarterbacks that he's beaten, he beat a couple of backups this year, but like the elite teams, if I'm not mistaken, he lost to um I wanna say he lost to Russell Wilson, somebody yeah. like that. But it was a couple of quarterbacks, like the winning quarterbacks. Uh Tom Brady, of course, is on that list. He had a losing record against them. Is a lot of that the team? Yeah, but is it a stat that just like the Carson Wentz situation that's a little bit unfair? Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. I, you you may be dig, digging a little deep with some of these stats. Like, you can find bad stats on any player. Like, yeah, you, you, but some of them are more yeah, you, than like you, you can look real close. I'm sure you'll find something that paints Drew Brees in a terrible light. Nah, that's kind of hard, man. That, that dude is down there beyond reportable report at, <laughs> at this point, man. Considering that he he almost single-handedly brought New Orleans back on his own post Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, that's one of the dudes I wouldn't I wouldn't dare speak ill <laughs> towards towards Drew Brees, man. That's a death sentence in a lot of ways. Uh, but Aaron, and all with all due respect, I believe Aaron is going to be back. Um, next year, he Mike McCarthy, his offense was ancient compared to what uh, Aaron Rodgers' capabilities were. And I've always heard like he'd go to the to the huddle, and Aaron Rodgers would get the play call from McCarthy, and he'd go in the huddle, roll his eyes, and change the play. That that that, that doesn't surprise Straight me. Like, that he that's the kind of guy he is. Doesn't surprise like, me at all. Exactly. I, I think the rest of the NFL should be like should be grateful that. Aaron Rodgers has been playing with Mark, Mike, Mike McCarthy because you put him in a system yeah. like uh, the Rams or um, what's oh his name in, in in San Francisco? Oh no, 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 his coach. What's um? Oh, oh, ah, you know who I'm talking. Didn't he coach the? Uh, didn't he coach yes, he the did. Falcons? Yeah, Shanahan, yeah, 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 right? yeah. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle, put him yeah. with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, you, put it, you put him. He's gonna blow it up. He's gonna light exactly. up. Exactly. Put him on an Andy Reid fronted offense. Like And they're talking about giving him Josh McDaniels. Or Josh McDaniels coming over there, and that's the kind of guy he needs. A guy that's gonna be like, hey, just throw it down the field. We get somebody yeah, to catch yeah. you. Yeah, so Yeah, the Aaron is gonna be fine next year. The front office needs to get him a defense for one. And they should have made the trade for Khalil Mack. Could you imagine that same team with Khalil Mack on the other <laughs> side? Aaron will, ha- Aaron will have a short field every, yeah, every, every time. And so, yeah, and speaking of Khalil Mack, uh, <laughs> to me, he should be the defensive player of the year, and I like Aaron Donald. Uh, when it comes to, when it comes to I like changing the face of a defense, yes, absolutely. But Aaron yeah. Donald's numbers just are better. They are ridiculous, exactly. <laughs> when it comes down to it, they're flat out ridiculous, and they're they are better, especially for an inside lineman. That's impressive what he's done. So he's definitely going to be the defensive player of the year. But Khalil Mack is is absurdly talented. Then you go over to the AFC, the Texans and the the Colts, who I just deemed done on the onset <laughs> of the season. What the hell happened? They stumbled and found a decent coach is what happened. Which one of the Colts? The Colts. The well, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. I forgot where he came from. Uh, didn't he come I, out of college? 
he came from Maryland. He came from Maryland, and nobody else wanted a job with the Colts. And he fell. He just fell into it. And the Colts started off what one and four, and ended up ten yeah, and six. Yeah. Like that's crazy. And then you look over on the other side. The Texans started off, I believe, Owen. Three or one and three or something crazy like that, and they just went on a tear. And the only team that beat them during that time, if I'm not mistaken, is the uh, the Philadelphia yep. Eagles. <laughs> when, when when they started their tear, <laughs> and when they started their tear, it's like it was an overlapping experience. And and what I'm thankful for as a Chargers fan is that those teams have to face each other on Saturday. Oh yes, yes, because they're both like both those teams are hot right now and. If they can eliminate exactly. one of, you know, one of themselves, that'd be that's gonna be nice. Yes, <laughs> that, that <laughs> is gonna be nice, man. And I'm hoping between those two, I'd rather the Colts move on than the Texans because the Texans have a nice defense and they got an offense with a receiver who has not dropped a pass this yeah, year. Yeah, like it, both of those teams are so sneaky good that I, if you told me. They beat any other team, I would not be surprised. Like if exactly. if if you told me, oh yeah, it's going to be the Colts and the Chiefs in the AFC playoff game or ch- championship game, I would not know. I, I, I would like, okay, it. well, good luck, Chiefs. It's going to be tough. Exactly. And as far as my predictions are concerned, I'm proud of my Chargers one. I had the, I had it actually flipped. I had the Chargers winning the division and the Chiefs uh, getting mm-hmm. the wild card. That game where they played the Chiefs, I was insane <laughs> in my house. And then I looked at the schedule and I was like, "Damn it, we got to play a hot Baltimore team." Yep. And we lost to Lamar Jackson in the incredible rookie season that he's having. And then, you know, I'll be honest, the Kansas City Chiefs kind of looked into their last spot because I saw that game against Seattle. I knew they were going to lose that game. Why? They have no defensive secondary at all. It's non-existent. You said the Chiefs? Everybody looks like an all-star quarterback. Yeah, the Chiefs have no oh, defensive no, not at all. secondary. Everybody looks like an all-star quarterback yep. against them. And that's why, and I'm just going to say, I think they're going to get bounced out in the second round. Hmm. The home field advantage doesn't matter when your defensive secondary can't do anything. Do, do, well, okay, okay. Well, well, we're already kind of dancing with the playoffs here. Do we want to go ahead and talk about the the matchups? We may as well, man. I mean, because I'm not going to sit up here and talk about the Cardinals, but I am eventually. No, you know what? Not eventually. I'm going to talk about it right now. Oakland Raiders suck, man. <laughs> they, they suck by design, and, though. And I'm waiting for the for criminal charges to be brought against John Gruden if he doesn't turn this thing around in about two years. <laughs> <laughs> He's clearly stealing money. Man. He just got in there. And the fact that he didn't have a conversation with Khalil Mack when he walked into the building, he didn't know who he was. There was that one day when someone, um, another journalist brought up to him, hey, Khalil Mack had a strip sack today. Did you hear about it? He was like, what? Seriously? That guy's pretty? Yeah. Why did you trade him? <laughs> I understand the theory of what he's doing, but in practice, it's less than ideal. But I just wanted to get that way. John Gruden sucks to me, man. Seriously. Yeah. He won that, that other Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's team, 
that team fell apart shortly like, after. And people don't like, like the, the only thing I can tell him is I, to say is I understand why they traded him. <clears throat> Because he was going to be expensive, and Derek Carr is already expensive. And in the modern NFL, you can't afford to have two expensive players. Uh, Trade Carr. That's fair, and I understand. I understand. Trade Carr. That's your answer. Trade Carr. Yeah. Yeah. I understand the need to have a quarterback, but then with a quarterback like Carr, he's not like a Brady or a Rodgers or a Rivers or even a, a Russell Wilson. No disrespect to him. He's a top five quarterback to me. But... Derek Carr is not one of those sure thing quarterbacks. No, like that's not somebody that you'll that you'll break the bank for. Khalil Mack is a sure thing, man. And look, Mitch Trubisky is just okay, and they have a certified team right now. So he can go to the playoffs. Where do you want to start the AFC? Let's start with the AFC. All right. So with the AFC, the only team. That I got wrong in the playoffs, and I'm this surprises me. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got every other team right. Wow, really? Yeah, every other time I had Los Angeles being the number one seed. Of course, I got that wrong. Los Angeles and Kansas City, like I said, flip flop, and um, Kansas City ended up being the ones. Well, instead of wild card, I, like I had. I, I, that, that I, I I am impressed at your your your. Uh, your Chargers prediction, because I was very much <laughs> not on board with that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was yeah, like, no, nah, you're wrong. A lot of people thought I lost my damn yeah. mind when I said that, man. That's, that's really going out on a limb <laughs> <laughs> with the Chargers thing, especially considering that they like to choke. Yes, they do. Uh, but, yeah, so I had them, uh, New England, I had the number two seed. The Texans, I actually had the four seed, and I had Baltimore and Kansas City in the the wild card. And then I had the Baltimore record exactly right with ten and six. Which that's another surprising. Then, like, good job on that one too, because at the beginning of the season, the Ravens were a coin flip at best. Dude, I knew Lamar Jackson. I don't know how he's going to be after this year, but I knew in his first year they weren't going to know what to do with their speed at all. Yeah. The, that those two touchdowns, those two rushing touchdowns against Cleveland, go back and look at him and look how fast he accelerated when he had a hole. And nobody can stop that. And you can't coach against that, really. Not if that's your first time seeing it. Now, next year, it's going to be a different story. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just like how yeah. weird the Ravens are right now. <clears throat> They're very strange, and I don't want to play them. <laughs> and that's, who, that's exactly who we have to play. We got to play them in Baltimore, which doesn't matter because we don't have much of a, a, a home field advantage anyway that's in Los true. Angeles. Uh, but, <laughs> dude, well, I, it's, it's one of those like you, you be in the fifth seed, like it, it, the the AFC playoff picture is kind of tough. It's very tough. It's, it's really yeah, open like it's Colts, Texans, Ravens, Chargers. That's just the bottom four. And if I'm not mistaken, the lower seed goes against Kansas City. Whoever wins. Yes. Or whoever wins that this weekend, lower seed goes against Kansas City. So, in that scenario, I would want Indianapolis to win on one end, and Chargers to win the other one. For us, yeah, and for the Chargers to win the other one, because 
I think I think New England is right for the picking. If you're gonna beat New England, it needs to be this year. Uh, to keep yeah, them out of yeah. The Patriots are only the second seed because of their division. Period. Period. Yep. That's it. That's what yeah, because they're not better than any of the any of, of the other AFC teams. Yeah, they got a bunch of bombs in their division, and it 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 bailed them out significantly this year, more so than any other year. Um, screw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the Chargers winning that one. I think it's gonna be a bit of a dog battle, a dog fight. What is a dog <laughs> battle? What the hell? Anyway, a dog battle. Uh. 20, 24 21 Chargers. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to like a field goal, some crazy shit like that with that game. Um, what do you think? <sighs> like, if, if, if it comes down to a field goal, the Chargers are kind of screwed. <laughs> just, just saying. Like, just straight up, the Chargers is cool if it's a field goal yeah, situation. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, I, the, the, I think the Chargers are the better team of the two, but the Ravens I could see being very hard to coach against, which kind of gives them a leg up. And we know heat goes the long way. If Eli Manning taught me anything, heat goes a long way in the playoffs. Yes. And that's one thing Baltimore has that really no other team besides the Indianapolis Colts and the Texans have, and that's heat. So I can be I can't be mad if you at you if you think it's Baltimore. Yeah, I really can't. Like I get it. That all of these games are toss-up. Yeah, games, yeah. I I I think it's Baltimore, not because they're a better team. Just you're right. They're hot right now. On the other side, Colts Texans. Uh, Again, yeah, it's t- it's real <laughs> tough. Um, I'm gonna say Texans, just because they have their feet underneath them better than the Colts do. Uh, they do. They have a better defense yeah. as well. Um, but either one of these games could go either way. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna go with the Texans too, and it's gonna be a close one. They may need an overtime yeah. for that one. And there, there, there's a familiarity of, you know, being in a divisional game. Uh, the Texans handled them pretty well. A couple of meetings that they've had this year. Yeah, I'm going with the Texans. I think Deshaun Watson and Hawkins are a little too much, and there'll be enough. But Andrew Luck is a comeback player of the year. Oh, no, yes, yes, without a doubt. It's no doubt, no doubt in my mind. He's a comeback player of the year. Like it, at first, he started off a little rocky, and then he just went to an MVP form throughout the rest yeah, of the old, season. Yeah, old, old Andrew uh, Luck. Old that, Andrew Luck is back. He is. He is. And, and I was talking with someone today about who's the next guy. Uh, once, yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is gonna be the man, but who's that guy that you're gonna look at and be like, holy shit, he's he's dope. Like he's the Hall of Fame quarterback, and the first name out of my mouth was Andrew Luck. Without oh, yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it takes us over to the NFC. <sighs> Another tough one. Philadelphia against Chicago in Chicago. <laughs> 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 I, 
I'm going to enjoy this game. Because anyone going to play in Chicago should be scared. But the Eagles have like a, like with Nick Foles, they have a swagger. Swagger is dear. That is going to, that is going to deflect a lot of the, the Chicago buzz. It's, Speaking of uh, the Washington, I don't like to use that word Redskins, but hey, it yeah. is what it is. Um, how tough of a, and I'm not being funny, how tough of a break was it with the Alex Smith thing? Dude, that that was, uh, he, not only did he break his leg, he broke that, 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 that franchise for the next three years. And not only that, he broke the division yeah. wide open. <laughs> when he went down, the Cowboys and the Eagles had a, a resurgence of yeah. sorts. Like, okay, we still got a shot because he's not going to run away the division. The Redskins would have won that division outright weeks before the Cowboys would have been needed had he stayed healthy. But um, if it was any other team, I got Chicago in a landslide. But being the Super Bowl champions with the quarterback that saved your season last year, it has to account for something. This game, I'm going to pick Chicago because I respect their defense. Their defense is, is superb. Like what they did to Kirk Cousins <laughs> this past Sunday was, oh, my God, man. I was sitting up there looking at that like he can't do anything. Didn't they have, didn't they have like under 10 yards of total offense or under 20 yards of total offense in the first quarter something like or something that, like yeah. that? It was something crazy. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give it to Chicago. Well, yeah, smart money, smart money goes on Chicago. You know I think, but yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm quite certain it's going to be snowing. I don't know if well, Philadelphia is a cold weather team anyway, so that doesn't yeah. really matter. Well, uh, yeah, when it comes to picking that game, I'm just going to say the Eagles because I think it's funny. Yeah, it'll be because because <laughs> let's say it's a close game. All it takes is Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky to pull a Trubisky, and suddenly the Eagles yeah. win. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. And the primetime game, the big one, Sunday night, Seahawks in Dallas. In Dallas, which does not matter <laughs> at all, because every team's every team's uh, fans go to Dallas, and their home field advantage is neutralized because of that. Um, then it's because the stadium is so damn big, man. It's 100,000 people cavernous. right there. Yeah. Um, I got Seattle. I'm just going to say it. And I, and this is not because I don't like Dallas fans or any crazy shit like that. Now, it's nothing personal. I've set up here. I had Seattle out completely. Like, I'm like, there's no way Seattle is ready to go on any kind of run. Legion of Boom is dead, blase, blase. I had them at 8-8 eight eight to be exact. Mm-hmm. And they went on a tear despite having a, a hot team in their division who outright won it. They went on a tear and got in. And I'm giving Russell Wilson a, a chance against just about anybody. In the NFC, yeah, yeah, and and out of those two, two two teams, like the Seahawks are much better coached. Absolutely, and a lot a lot that's of the times that's all you need in the playoffs. Look at the Patriots; exactly. the, the, the Patriots never have a stacked exactly. deck. Yeah, and even getting to that, I had the Eagles 
with the number one seed. Got that one wrong, but I had them in the playoffs. Uh, New Orleans, I had the Rams. Green Bay Packers, I got wrong. <laughs> I got the 49ers and the Giants. Oh, you, you, you said the Giants? <laughs> I said the Giants, dude. I said the Giants would go surprise people because Eli Manning couldn't even, <laughs> couldn't even get in the way of their success. But I was wrong, and I underestimated them. Um, yeah, and I had this, the Seahawks, the Panthers, and Dallas out. I got the Panthers right, and I just knew it. It was just a feeling that I had. I mean, I know Cam got hurt. And that, that injury looks like it's going to keep him out another year. Oh, if you wow. Ask me. Yeah, it looks like the Andrew Luck. Do you remember how Andrew Luck was throwing before yeah, he went down? Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks like that situation for Cam to come out and say, I don't know what's wrong with me. That's a red flag. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to go over to Europe and do some of that weird European doctoring. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that guy. Um but yeah, so those were the ones. I the NFC was less predictable, I guess, when I'm <laughs> looking at my uh, predictions. But yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I call that one a mile away. They they started feeling themselves way too much, man. So I knew they were going to be out. Um, and Jimmy G, I think if if Garoppolo didn't get hurt, the Forty Niners, I don't think. They probably would have taken their last uh, wild card seed. I think both them and uh, the Seahawks would have made it together and just kind of kept every other division <laughs> <laughs> from being from being in a wild card. Uh, but we didn't talk about the Saints, who I have. We both have as the eventual champs here. Yeah, yeah. That team, that team looks fantastic. I got to see him up close and personal because my wife got us uh, tickets to the game for our anniversary. That was awesome. I got to see the um, the Saints versus Rams game, which is it really was. I, I'm so glad you were there for yeah. that game. That game was fucking awesome. It's, oh, I loved it. Anyway, great. What, what about the okay? But, no, let's 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 dwell on that for a minute. What did you think of the Superdome? It's. I understand why nobody wants to go there and play. <laughs> Those fans are ravenous. The way that dome is built, it's like the fans are almost on the field yeah. with you. And it is loud, man. When when that defense is on the field, they don't have to pump up the crowd. The crowd is pretty much already. They already know what to do. And as far as the fans, the fans are awesome. Like you know, they you. Everybody is crazy. Some people are foaming at the mouth and yelling at Drew Brees, <laughs> which is funny. It's funny to see people yell at Drew Brees, man. I've never <laughs> seen that before. Like, you doubted Drew? <laughs> As someone who is in pain because Drew is no longer on my team, you never doubt Drew Brees. But in the end, at the end of the game, it was just really cool. Everybody was like, all right, man, I'll see y'all tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, everybody was family there. And so I thought that was dope, but I, I absolutely understand. And it's a beautiful dome. It's a beautiful stadium, by the way. But I understand why you do not want to go there. And them having home field advantage is a great equalizer to kind of compensate for a defense that looks wonky in the secondary. Yeah. And for, yeah. <laughs> For a Drew Brees that doesn't look as Drew Breezy as normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's... 
I don't want to say that he doesn't look as Drew Breesy as normal. He mm-hmm. isn't taking as many risks as he usually does. Yeah, this he, is a different um, guy. This is a guy that, that uh, this is Jordan after the athleticism kind of left mm-hmm. him a little bit and he became a different player. That's what I, I'm comparing. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't throw down d- downfield as much, or he didn't this year. Uh, a, lot had, that, a lot of that had to do with Ted Ginn being injured. But it, right. it's, it's much more short passes to Michael Thomas with very few yards after catch. Uh, you know, the, his, his completion percentage was still there, so he's still accurate. He yeah. just, he d- doesn't, doesn't throw the bomb as often as he, as he, as he used to. Yeah, but when he needs a bomb, he throws a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. They needed a bomb in that LA game, and he gave it to them. And with that, like, they would pull, uh, I think they would pull either Chicago or, yeah, either way between Chicago and the Eagles, they're going to get uh, it. It's it's not likely they'll get the, the Chicago. It's not like yeah, you got uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, if Philly wins, they'll get Philly. Uh, if which team would you rather? Oh, have Philly is my question. <laughs> <laughs> of of the of those four. Uh, sadly, Eagles and then Cowboys and then Seahawks then Bears. I don't want anything to do with that Bears defense, man. Exactly, and that's what I was just gonna say. That damn dome don't matter when that defense is out there. That advantage is not as big of a deal when Khalil Mack is taking three offensive linemen to keep him away from yes. Drew Brees. Yes, yes. And yeah, yeah. So you definitely don't. I was thinking, and I was talking to another Saints fan that works that I work with, and I told him, man, defense travels. There's two things defense does: it wins championships and it travels yeah. well. And yeah, you you definitely don't want to go against Chicago. Do I think you can pull out the win? Of course I do, because Mr. Biscuit is on the <laughs> other side. Even though they're secondary, <laughs> even though they're secondary is not all that, Mr. Biscuit is is on the other side, and I think he's confident enough to escape with a win. But I wouldn't be surprised if he cost the Bears the game at the same time. I think that's you all can beat. Uh, Philadelphia and Nick Foles, and I believe you all would have beat him yesterday, last year, not yesterday, <laughs> last year on the road. Had you all gone against them, y'all would have beat them in Philadelphia yeah. to me. Yeah. The other team I would be wary of, though, if I was a Saints fan, would be the Seattle no, absolutely. Seahawks. They're scary. Very scary. The interesting thing is, as we're talking, it kind of sounds like. None of us think the L.A. Rams or the Kansas City Chiefs got a chance of going to the Super Bowl. I would say it'd be surprising. Like the, I'd be surprised if the Kansas City Chiefs made the, it. The, the Rams aren't as strong as they seem. Nope. They, they, not they're all. not. And they've been exposed these last few years. Last, few like years. last This is last five games, they weren't the Rams. They were just that team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were a pretty yeah. good team. And a team that had to play the last week of the season to keep Chicago from getting another yeah. two seed. Yeah, so if Chicago got that team again, they'd kill them. Period. But again, that would mean that they would make it past the Saints, and I don't think that Chicago's going to make it past the Saints. But and the Rams would have to play. I'm, if they 
play against the Seahawks, I'm giving the Seahawks a chance to beat them. Against the Rams? Oh, yeah, that's an that's an in-division game, of yeah. course. Yeah. Right. And they swept the Seahawks this year, but both of those games, if I'm not mistaken, were close. Like, it was tight. And Russell Wilson was causing havoc. That's, and, and you know, that is the principal reason, reason I worry about the Seahawks, because Russell Wilson does not run often. But nope. when he does... <laughs> He does it to completely fuck you over. And he doesn't yep. run for eight exactly. yards. He runs for 38 yards. And then he slides yeah. down. So any chance you had of causing him to fumble is gone. He slides down. And that's one player, man. He knows when to stop. Like you have a, a Lamar Jackson who really doesn't know when the play is <laughs> over with. He knows when to stop and he'll get up. No expression on his face, and then he'll throw a bomb to Baldwin out of nowhere. What he has done over the years without really a great receiver, he's he, he doesn't get it's enough credit. Things, he does not. He does that. The two I said this: the two most underappreciated quarterbacks in the NFL right now are he and Philip Rivers. I I can agree with that. They both don't get enough credit. They, they don't get enough credit for how good they are. And both, I'm pretty sure, are going to go to the Hall of Fame. Oh, game. without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, yeah. So this era of quarterbacks has, has been incredible. And it's kind of – we're seeing <clears throat> blemishes where we're we're going from the old guard of Vic Ben and Breeze and Brady to Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes and – uh, Baker Mayfield, even though I'm not sure how long he'll stick around, and quarterbacks like that, and so it's it's kind of like Russell Wilson and and Andrew Luck. I already said Andrew Luck is going to be the man. Russell Wilson going to be right up there with he and Aaron Rodgers going forward yeah. to me. It's okay, yeah, okay. Well, it's it's funny you mentioned like the the, the old guard and then the, the the ones behind them. Like five years from now. Most of the top quarterbacks will have, will be gone, or if they're not gone, they'll yes. be on their last leg. We got Brady, we've got Breeze, we've got uh, I, I guess Manning. It, yeah, Eli? I guess. I, I guess so because you wouldn't be talking um, about Brady. I, I think Eli, Eli might, yeah, I think Eli might be. He gone might be, this year, man. I think he can, he's gonna hang it up, but Roethlisberger, yeah, Roethlisberger's gonna be in like right Philip Rivers. Him. Like uh, Rivers will be what in five years? Will be like what forty? Yep, and probably with four more kids. <laughs> that dude is a baby making machine, man. Like even Matthew Stafford. That's like right. even Matthew baby, Stafford man. will be hitting late, like late thirties yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, these guys. These guys are about to get on out of there. And here's another thing I was thinking about today. I was talking with a coworker about it. You think Breeze retires if he gets it this year? Don't put don't Close put out that out top. there. Don't. I'm just asking. Uh... We have to live in the real real world, Sergio. I don't think so. I don't think so. You think he's gonna do Elway and try and go two? Two for two in his last uh, two years. I, I think he's too competitive. I can see that. I can see that. And it, it is insane that when we saw Peyton Manning get their all-time records 
all-time mm-hmm. yard record. He was playing like a bomb. Man, you got Brady and Breeze still playing at a pretty high level, and Breeze hit it this yeah. year, man. And it's probably going to be damn near unreachable if he, well, when he comes back next year. Yeah, yeah. He's got, like, he's under contract for one more year. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. And if that if that year is guaranteed money, he's coming back. I don't I don't I don't yeah. see him yeah. making them pay him like what fifteen, twenty million dollars and him not taking any snaps. Yeah, exactly. Um but next year you all definitely need to get a quarterback. <sighs> and it's gonna be some it's gonna be some prospects next year. This year is just a bad time to try <laughs> and pick one, but yeah, next year it's it's gonna be some prospects and you know, going forward, Teddy Bridgewater is cool, but uh, I don't think he's your guy in a post-Breeze New Orleans. I, I don't like to think about post-Breeze New Orleans, so... It's been a significant part of our lives for a long yeah. time now. If you go and look and see how long all of these guys have been playing, you're like, holy shit, it's been a cool, a great era of being a football yeah. fan. Like, Breeze has been playing uh, since I graduated high school. Wow. Damn. That means that was before I graduated high school. Yep, it was. I just mm-hmm. thought about it. <laughs> yep. Because uh, I think he got hurt the year before LaDainian Thompson set the record for most touchdowns by a player in a year. Yeah, because in my mind... Retroactively speaking, <laughs> we would have won the Super Bowl twice in a row. The year Breeze got hurt, and then next year when Damian was unstoppable, we would have won both of those. Damn. Yeah, man, it hurts. It hurts even to talk about it. Man. <laughs> I mean, we had him; he was there. Yeah, and I like Philip, but he ain't Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't Breeze, man. That's another uh, crazy thing. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. Like, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were playing as if they were on meth. Because, <laughs> like, one like one, uh, one game, they will play as if they are a Super Bowl caliber team. And then seven days later, they play like they're trying to get the, 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 the first uh, draft pick. Yeah. And it was so funny, man. It's so funny to see when they were doing the Ryan Fitz magic thing. The moment I saw him put on Deshaun Watson's, uh, not Watson's, Deshaun Jackson's <laughs> uh, jacket, I was like, this is it, man. They peaked. I said, they peaked, man. It's over with. And the next week, he came out and was a dog. <laughs> he was a dog. And then, what was funny with Jameis Winston, the clock is ticking on him. This year showed me the clock is ticking on him because he's in a division with Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, and Cam Newton, and he cannot. No, compete. not at all. Like I would, I he the, like Tampa Bay has come out and said that they're sticking with him, which I you may want to hire a coach before you do that. But it would not surprise me if he's if he wasn't the you know if he was the the the, the very Brand new star of the XFL. <laughs> That's terrible, man. That is awful. <laughs> but 
I, I actually agree with it. It's so bad. It's true. Uh, and then he's going to have to play in the XFL championship against Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> but anyway. I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. I really I do. Too, man, because he has un, un, uh, unearned confidence. <laughs> like You're not the dude that you, that you believe that you are. But when he believes that he yeah, is, I, he can be. He's incredible. <laughs> he's incredible, man. Like when I was looking at him, I had him on a couple of my fantasy teams. I got some cheap wins off of him, but when the moment he put those clothes on, I sat him on the bench. <laughs> I promise you, that's what happened. I sat him on the bench the moment I saw him. Like he is, he is absolutely the, the definition of feast or um, famine. Like, hey, thank you. The Atlanta Falcons. Dog what happened? Bench. What happened? I have no idea. It doesn't bother me. It. Of course it doesn't. But it doesn't bother me neither. I mean, the Falcons just Falcon. That's why that's why I take it. And and it's, it has to be a curse on Georgia football because the University of Georgia, they dogged it <laughs> up too. So they they just can't get it together, man. For that team to have a – that's another team with a Super Bowl caliber roster, they couldn't get it done. Hmm. And not like not only they couldn't get it done, they just looked bad. It's it's yeah, not like they they, they act that they you know missed out on a few games here or there. Or they put up a fight. They just got their asses beat all year. Yeah, and it was hilarious. Yeah, and and Julio Jones. What is up with Julio Jones's yards to touchdown ratio? Oh well. They just know all they have to do is go, is, is double team Julio Jones. That's it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's pretty much the science to it, I guess. So that was crazy. Oh, well, speak, speaking of Julio Jones, it, it wasn't until forty eight hours ago I realized how dumb his name is. <laughs> like, why is it not? It's, it's, it's either Julio Hones or Julio Jones. It can't be both. <laughs> but why he can't be both? <laughs> I didn't think about that, dude. Oh man, now I'm gonna be—I'm not gonna be able to unsee that, <laughs> unhear that in my mind. All right, which one is it, dude? Are you Hispanic or what? <laughs> What's going on, uh, Julio Hones? That's what I'm calling him. Julio Hones. Julio Hones. Um. Let's see. The Bills. The Bills may have a quarterback for the next couple of years with uh, Josh Allen. He's fast he as is. hell, man. That's a fast little dude. Like I was impressed with, with how quickly he was cutting corners. And didn't he? Uh, he broke Michael Vick's rushing record for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. That dude. And who is this Kittle dude from uh, the Forty Niners? Who got the? Doesn't he have the one of those all time tight end records? Oh now? yeah, oh yeah, George Kittle. Yeah. Hey, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Catching passes from uh from that that Southern Miss kid, yeah, that, uh, right. Yeah, Nick Mullins, Mullins, Mullins actually yeah. was decent. Yeah, Nick Mullins is he's, actually he's, decent. He's gonna get a he's gonna get a, a job as a backup quarterback. That's gonna happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Then you got eight man. It's eight coaching vacancies right now. They're saying Mike McCarthy is looking at Cleveland. Oh God! Don't and, don't. I I respect Mike McCarthy. I hate that they they did him wrong and fired him mid season, 
but dude, just just get a dude. just get a coordinator job somewhere. Like, dude. <laughs> dude, I, when that, when I saw that game, when it hit zeros, I knew it was over. I was like, they go fire. It's not gonna be at the end of the season. It's right now. I'm surprised they let them just stay there through halftime. <laughs> fire his ass at halftime. <laughs> I'm holding on to hope that a quarterback, I'm not a quarterback, uh, coaches go get fired at halftime in the NFL. There's no doubt in my mind it's going to happen at some point. I thought it was going to be Hugh Jackson, but some kind of way he survived the game that he, he was able to coach the whole game that he eventually got fired for. And one thing I want to say about that, Baker Mayfield is acting like, he's acting a little childish with how he's going after uh, Hugh Jackson. But I, while I don't condone it, <laughs> I do understand. <laughs> I do understand. This dude goes one and thirty-one before you get there. On hard knocks, he was acting shady towards you, and I believe. And Shannon Sharp said this. I believe he knows something that Hugh Jackson said about him that we don't know oh. about, and that's why he's on him so tough. It's not about him taking the job with the Bengals. This deeper than that, man. Like anytime you go and stare down, first of all, you're trying to put up 50 points both times you go against his team. And then you go over and stare him down on the sidelines. It's deeper than, than him taking the job with the Bengals. And, and I'm, it's funny that people are trying to give a pass to somebody who I saw someone say Hugh Jackson didn't deserve to get fired. The what? Fuck? He went one and thirty-one. He should have never made it that far. He never. He should have. He should have lost his job after last season, so none of this clown show could happen. And then wasn't he like one, two, and one when they fired him? Yeah, or something like that. He was still losing. They didn't start winning until he left. Yeah. Immediately after he left, they started picking up. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, there's an argument to be made that the only reason. Marvin Lewis lost his job is because he hired Hugh Jackson. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. It was all good for Marvin Lewis until he hired Hugh Jackson. They're like, we yeah, can't stay yeah. up for this. Man. So, yeah, 1 in 31, it just didn't cut it. Like, he was, he was uh, a Charger team mucking it up away from being 0 in 32 in two years. <laughs> And they, oh, that gear pissed me off, man, because I was laughing at the Browns all year and did the final game that would have made them go 0 16 that year. They lost it. <laughs> I mean, they won it against yeah, them. Yeah. Well, like, this is the most important Cleveland Browns offseason since they got their team back. Because yeah, if they hire the wrong guy, they could completely squander Baker Mayfield. Yep. So, whoever's in charge there, good luck. You actually have yeah. some talent to yeah. work with this year. And I, I would like to see like a McDaniel's go to that team more so than uh, Green Bay. Like give him a, a a coach that knows what to do with mm-hmm. a quarterback and knows how to mold one and work with one, especially one with an ego. I would rather see that than him go to uh, the Aaron Rodgers get him. And just see, you know, I mean, it's just other quarterback coaches that could coach Aaron. I mean, it's not like it's the most difficult thing in the world. But I would like to see someone mold Baker yeah. Mayfield. Uh, I hate to beg him. I wish Baker Mayfield was like three years younger. 
Because then the Saints could have drafted him in two years. Ah, got you. (laughs) Got you. Yeah, did you see the kid out of Clemson? No. I wouldn't be surprised if I don't think he he might go this year. Somebody's gonna make a move to try and get him. He he looks like the prototypical quarterback. Then he looks like Sunshine off of Remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he has a marketable face. You know what I mean? Like he, he's one of those kids that that you're gonna see him on NFL commercials and stuff if he's even. I'm not gonna say marginally good if he's good but not yeah. great. But this dude has Peyton Manning's number. Like they talk on the phone about reading defense. Oh, that's that's a good that's a good move. That's 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 smart. Exactly. Yeah. So and he demolished Notre Dame, man. I watched that game. Notre Dame should never be in the NFL in the uh, college football playoff <laughs> ever again. After watching it. Now, it's so many other teams that deserve to get in there <laughs> if they were going to do that. Wow. All right. So, Super Bowl. Who you got? <laughs> you going to ask me yeah. now? Who you got? Really? I have the Chargers and the Saints. I'm going to stick with the Chargers and the Saints because I'm with the courage of my convictions. But as of right now, they say I was going to remove myself from that. From my predictions, I would still have the Saints going, and they play against the Texans. Oh, oh! That's how good the Texans are, and that's how hot the Texans are. I would not be surprised at all, at all if the Texans made it to the Super Bowl. Okay, okay. My other let's have I'm doing like a double thing, and I'm giving a, giving a secondary uh, prediction. My other one would be New England versus the Seahawks again. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be yeah. that'd be a really fun matchup. Really match. Oh, well, you know I have to take the Saints on the of NFC course. side. I, it's, I've got to. Uh, and if the Chiefs had a defense, I would take them in a second. Yep. Um, I'm not going to say Chargers because that's your pick. Even though I believe that might be what's going to happen, I'm going to go with the matchup I want to see, and that's the Saints Patriots. That's what that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. And and I know the Patriots; they will play possum for eight games in a row if they have you know the seed locked up. They haven't kicked it into fifth, fifth gear yet. They they never do until the playoffs start and. Like they get all Belichickian and start breaking down these teams to to, to where they can just walk right through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's and then it, it would be the storylines you would get with that matchup. This is a, a old guard situation. Yeah. it's like it might be the last stand <laughs> <laughs> for this generation of quarterback. Oh, that'd be so. such a fun matchup. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it'd be just as fun as uh, the. You remember the prospect of the Patriots going against the Cowboys? I think that was last year, year before yeah. last. Yeah, it's yet another thing that just would have been a fun storyline because I mean, the whole world wouldn't know who to hate more in that situation. <laughs> but in a Patriots 
uh, New Orleans situation, you have the the evil empire versus the last truly uh, unanimously liked person in the NFL. In that, yeah, Ubre. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I can't wait, man. I'm I'm locked into this. Like, I, like I need I need to go get some some uh, some uh, anxiety medicine at some point this month. <laughs> you won't be. You, you're gonna watch. Those Saints game, you're not gonna sit down at all unless they're up thirty to five to zero or something like that, which is entirely like, possible. No, I won't be sitting down, and I'm gonna make sure that my wife puts away anything that's breakable near the TV. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So that's it, man. I know we're gonna do the NBA at some point this year. I got so much you can say. <laughs> yeah, save that, save it, save it. We'll do it. Definitely, definitely. Uh, but I, that's, I think that's what we got. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, where, where do we find you? You can find me on Instagram at the underscore unapologetic underscore geek. And you can find my Facebook page, which is the main thing that's popping, uh, at the unapologetic geek. And today I made it at 1700 followers. Jesus. 1700 followers. Yeah. I made it to 1700 today. I looked up and I was like, oh, cool. And what's crazy, what got me this past weekend, I made it to 1600. And it was an old wrestling video, man. It was the Dudley Boys. They powerbombed the old lady through a table. And I'm like, people are sick, man. <laughs> Everybody kept liking and sharing and watching it. And I say, like, what is wrong with you guys? But thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, 1700 followers. And. This year is going to be a big year. Um, we'll definitely, I'll definitely be um, promoting some good stuff. Good, 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 <laughs> so, good, good. Yeah. Well, um, you know where to find Reality Breached. So I guess thanks everyone for listening. Uh, for Jaris, the unapologetic geek, I'm Sergio. Yeah. Tune in next time. Hey, everybody, it's Sergio. So episode 99 was supposed to be about Aquaman, uh, but we couldn't pull together enough people who saw the movie to put together an entire episode. So uh, the, the, the piece that Reed and I recorded uh, on the way home from the theater, I'm going to throw the most listenable portion of that uh, onto the end of this episode. Think of it as bonus reality breached. Uh, it's about 29 minutes, 28 minutes, uh, and as I said, it's, it's kind of rough. There was a lot of road noise. Uh, but we do say some pretty kind things about Aquaman. So stick around for some bonus rebree. And again, thanks for listening. Let's talk about Aquaman. Okay. <laughs> so, Reed, we just saw Aquaman. Yep. Uh, at, at the Malco. We seen In it. Madison. Yep. I didn't know what to expect. I, I know nothing about the character Aquaman. The, the Aquaman I know is kind of kind of serious. Yeah. And, and, and isn't the Aquaman you know already on the throne? From the main stuff, the main information I have is from Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, the animated series stuff. But yeah, he's basically on the throne. Oh, oh yeah. I don't, I don't know. Again, I, I've, I don't know the canon, so I don't even want to try to compare it to that. Yeah, and, and I don't, and even still, I don't really want to compare it to that because that's just not what this is. Yeah. Even if it's, I don't know. Yeah, this is this is uh the the, the con- fifty two canon I guess the continued adventures of Aqua Aquabro yeah Aquabro uh, Aquabro yeah mm-hmm. 
Um, so I guess this works as the next movie in the uh, the DC line of movies right after Justice League. It it barely does. I mean, it it does. But why, what do you mean it barely does? I say it that way just because they, like, in a snippet of dialogue, they mention Steppenwolf. So it's clearly after the events of Justice League. And I, I say that because, say they took that line out. You could almost argue that this was, pre- like, had they, they could have almost easily made this pre-Justice League. You're right. You're could right. Have. You're right. I mean, obviously, it's not by in it, you know, start to finish of seeing the movie. Take that line out. Yeah, it should be after, based on certain yeah. things. Speaking speaking of that, in in Justice League, there was that one scene where Aquaman goes to, I guess Atlantis. Where, I don't know where he went. Yeah, I mean, there's like twenty different. Apparently, there's twenty different aquatic locations. Why wouldn't there be that are relative to Atlantis? And I do think the chick he was talking to in that scene was Mira. Yeah. But I don't remember any of that scene. Uh, I wish I'd have thought about to watch that scene before this movie, because that's like the most crucial, only piece of information you get from Justice League about him. But I, I definitely wish I remember what he talked about with her. Yeah, yeah. Like, in, in Justice League, they kind of hint that he has a relationship with, with Atlantis. Uh, in this one, they kind of shove that under the bus and just assume... And they straight up say he's never been to Atlantis. Yeah, that, they definitely make it seem that way. Yeah, so... Nobody so, says it, nobody acts... Like, they... I mean, they kind of flat out say it. I think, I think they said it in the movie, that he's like, never been to Atlantis. Yeah, or yeah. says it to him or something. Yeah. I think. So, it's, it's... it's I guess it fits, but let's, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the movie itself. Yeah. I'm just going to say up front. Yeah. I liked this movie way more than I thought I would. I I think this movie is super decent. <laughs> I think this is the poor man's this could have been the poor man's Iron Man to the DCEU. Well, I was thinking Thor. It's definitely his character is more in line of Thor for sure. Yeah. But you know, it's a good enough movie. It's entertaining enough. Like like it even had like the seven realms. Sure. That, yeah, you know. Di- yeah, different factions of Atlantis. Yeah. Or yeah. Of the seven seas. Well, um, it, it, it it lines up really really well with like the Thor mythos. Yeah. Um but it also, it, like, it borrowed from so much stuff. Like, it, Atlantis being highly advanced, almost like a, like Wakanda. a, a Wakanda vibe. Yes, that's... I, I had that thought at a certain point. But but almost... Like, one, like the phrase that, that popped in my head, like, when they were... When when uh, Black Manta was, like, messing with that, that, that gun uh-huh. that he was given by the Atlantans... Atlantans? Atlanteans. Atlanteans. Um, I was thinking, this is comedically science fiction. Like, yeah. the size of that gun uh, yeah, the size was, uh, of the like... That was ridiculous. It was just r- ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah. how are you supposed to take that seriously? Yeah. Like, it was very tongue-in-cheek science fiction. It, it is, and it's this... I'm telling you, so more of that movie is comic booky than you than you think, because that's definitely some bullshit you'd see 
like soldiers or villain characters have in in, uh, in the comics. At least maybe the comics of old or older comics in the 90s and stuff like that. But just villains and, and, and even henchmen just have these crazy ass weapons. Like we can convert water into plasma. Right, right. When, when, when he said shit. we can convert water into plasma, and then he blows up basically a mountain, blows it the fuck up. I was like, this is hilarious. Like, like there's a whole thing with a, a, a the planet apocalypse and dark side. Like he feeds, forgives. Uh, uh, I can't think of the character's name, but basically a gangster, just this crime crew on Earth, he gives them apocalyptic weapons. So they're devastating fucking weapons. Apocalyptic weapons? Yeah. <laughs> so they're just these devastating like uh, armors and weapons and stuff like this, stuff like that that are just wild for these random mob dudes to have. So it, to me it wasn't crazy to see that kind of a weapon. Again, the con- that's my comic book kind of reference to it. Manheim, that was his name. That was the yeah. character Dark Side Devil. It was just, it was kooky. It, it is. It's like that, that kind of shit's just really kooky. Yeah. And, and I, like, I like Jason Momoa. Like he's like he's just him as a person is a fun character. Yeah. And him just playing Jason Momoa as, you know, as Aquaman really works. It it does. It's fun. It adds a, like a lightheartedness. That, that DC doesn't have much of. Yeah. Um. I, 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 I don't know why, but I was kind of bothered by how he stuck with the broiness deep into the third act. Yeah, he was he was still kind of kind of a sort of way about it, you know. Like he's trying to, you know, battle the the kraken looking thing and steal the trident and uh. He's still wearing his surfer outfit in the water. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. You know, it, it's. Um, I don't know. It's it. it a, a, like a lot of things in this movie, like he just did not fit, and I think that was on purpose. I, I guess that's a stylistic choice, but it was real weird seeing him wearing those those beach shoes. <laughs> I, I, for me, I just don't notice that kind of stuff to very well, so it's, I, I didn't even really pay attention to it in that way. Like, I'm just surprised he didn't have, like, a hookah necklace on. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, a puka necklace, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, was Mira's hair a wig? If it wasn't a wig, it was a... It was definitely a dye job, but it was probably a wig. Yeah, I could um, I couldn't figure out if it was a bad wig or not. Well... All wigs are bad. Okay. Um, that was a high-quality wig, but at the end of the day, it, I'm pretty sure it was. Like, now that I think about it, it, yeah. I thought all the aqua magic was cool. Um, elaborate. Like when uh, Mira was at the water at the fountain with the little girl, and she used oh, her yeah. water magic to make the water dance for the girl in the different shapes or whatever she did. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Just in, And just some of the different attacks that she would do in using it in yeah. a combative way was like, oh, that's really dope. That looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of visuals, this movie had some really cool visuals through it. Yeah. 
but that visual where they're fighting off the I'm gonna call them feral aquatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, like locust like things. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of like locusts. But they're they're getting swarmed by all of these by all of them on a on a tiny boat, and then they dive into the water. But they have hey, a, a hey. flare on them uh-huh. while they're descending to keep them away. But the flare is also showing that immediately underneath the surface of the water, there are hundreds more. Hundreds, if not thousands. Thousands more. Yeah. Just chomping at the bit to get to them and with the way the lighting is from the flare and their movement going down and then following it just looked yeah super super cool like it, it, there were some really striking visuals yeah like in that, that scene uh when they were in atlantis mm. like all of the as soon as as soon as uh, old boy explained to aquaman that his eyes can see better underwater Oh yeah, when it shifted like to the neon color. Yeah, yeah, that that was a really pretty visual. Really and cool not thing. only not only did it look amazing, yeah. but they contextualized why it looks like that. Yeah, which they didn't have to do. They need to explain his powers because he's a B tier character. Well, yeah, yeah, but the thing is, those they they could have just rode with uh, uh, Atlantis is neon. Sure. Like there, yeah. there was no reason for them to say this is why it looks that way. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's fair. You know, but 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 they they explained why he can survive under you know on land and on underwater. They explained why he can he can uh, survive the, the 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 heavy pressures of being in the deep sea. Yeah, and some of that was weird. Like they, I think the breathing part was relegated to royal blood, and they specified that. That's there, really interesting. There were a lot of really reed-like lines in it. You know, you, you know what I mean by reed-like lines. Like line, throwaway lines that contextualize things so Reed's brain doesn't explode. Oh, okay. So stuff just makes sense that you can just say in a in a heartbeat. Like, yeah, we're, royal blood can breathe underwater. Okay, cool. Uh, Black Manta was cool. As the Black Manta. As the Black Manta. The actor. The lines that they gave him. Mm-hmm. Dumb. It's kind of desperate. Dumb as shit. Pretty baseline. And, I, I, you know, I thought it was fine. Again, another kind of comic booky thing to me. Just the dumb lines he had. But the fight that they have in Sicily, I don't know, just seemed excessive and unnecessary it, to a it, degree. It, like it was. Like, there were a lot of action scenes, uh, which is kind of, I, I think it's kind of a James Wan thing. Yeah. Uh, like this. Oh, yeah, doves, right? Mission Impossible. <laughs> no. Mission Impossible he was, too? He was not a. Mi- no, that no, that's no. No, that's not him. Who was that? No, they, they don't let that guy make movies anymore. <laughs> um, anyway. I can't remember who. I can't remember his name, but it, no, James Wan is Fast or Furious Seven, yeah. which is full of action scenes. Sure. So, like, the the, the Sicily action scene was awesome. It was. It, it, you're right. It was probably completely unnecessary. It is cool. I'll give you that. There were some neat things. It ran a little too long to me, but it and it seemed unnecessary. But there, I mean, they were cool scenes. Yeah, like how, how they cool tran- how they transitioned between Aquaman and Mira. Yeah. Just like in one continuous shot. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just so fun. And and this is a little thing to me that matters for these characters to do. And you just don't always see it from the DC characters. I feel like if you go back and watch from Man of Steel up, except for Wonder Woman, 
Like, I was so happy to see Jason Momoa, Aquaman, actually save somebody. Actually defend oh. people. Oh, even yeah, if it's a, yeah. One, one feels like a one-banger kind of thing, even though he saves the sub at the beginning. We don't have any context of even why he's doing that, how he knows about it, whatever. But fine. You know, so it's nice to see, even though there's all this destruction going around, at least he's trying to help people. Yeah, yeah. Even though it feels like it's thrown in at the same time because he never does it again, and there's all this destruction. And it was like, really the only that was the only opportunity he had. <coughs> it you might. Know? I mean, that's the only opportunity they made him have. There's plenty of destruction going on around him. Not not on land though. Yeah, well, in that in just in that scene. Yeah, in any other scene, you're right. I'll give you. You're, you're definitely right. Yeah. In that scene. They're running all across these rooftops that are getting blasted and people are dropping down and all this kind of stuff. Like, you're telling me there's not a person anywhere? Well, there's not people, you, but, but, but there weren't any that were in, in imminent imminent danger like the ones that he saved were. Yeah, I know, I guess. Uh, Willem Dafoe was cool to see Willem, him Yeah, yeah. He didn't really do a whole lot, and he's just being Willem Dafoe, talking... He, he he played a good mentor. Dolph was was pretty decent. I mean, he, he was, was good. He was fine. Like he was a dude. I have never liked Amber Heard, but she was really good as Mira. Yeah, she was. And and like th- that moment where they're where they're in the desert and they fall into the, the you know the ancient cavern or whatever. Uh-huh. I, I was like, this is. I would love to watch an Aquaman and Mira Indiana Jones movie. Or they're like just exploring. Where they're just exploring old shit. Like that was th- that scene. I don't know why it hit home, but I was like, "That's cool." Let's. I wanted to see more of them treasure hunting. It could be fun. I, I know. Guess maybe I don't know. Maybe. 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 Uh, the, 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 this movie is aggressively uh, science fiction, while at the same time being aggressively fantasy. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's the Trident it, elements. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole Kidman was good. Is that who that was? Yeah. That was that was his mom. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I, I sat there and looked at it and I was like, you look familiar, but I don't know you. Uh, I thought, I'm so happy to see that Janko Fett is still getting work <laughs> as, uh, as Arthur's dad, as Aquaman's dad. That was cool. Whatever. Um, I, I, think we, I think we have to take a moment to talk about the, the, uh, the underwaterness of the movie. What do you mean, the underwaterness? So, like good or bad, in ju- in Justice League, they completely dodge the the fact that you can't talk underwater by having the underwater scene take place in a bubble. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. That's okay. Right. Both the, characters are in the air bubble. Right. Underwater. And one, one, you know, once you realize that, it's like, okay, well, how are they going to do that when they have to film a whole fucking movie underwater? Mm-hmm. And they just completely ignored. Everything when it comes to the physics of making sound. Nonsensical ass nonsense. Water into plasma. What, water kind into plasma? Yeah, yeah. Lava yeah. underwater. Lava, like. And I don't, I won't actually look that up because I feel like that's kind of a thing. I feel like that can be a thing. Well, I don't know that. Well, think about it this way What happens to water when you superheat it? Uh, it evaporates, which turns it into air. Okay. That air then floats to the surface of the water. Okay. That lava was not producing any air. So it's either cold lava uh-huh. or... And somehow glowing. And somehow glowing. Like or water that can't be boiled. 
I don't know, man. These like, people can talk underwater, though, so let's just let that go. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it, once I, I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. No, no, it doesn't. That's why you just gotta let that go, man. And and I will, and I'm I'm pretty good at letting that kind of stuff go. But you kind of have to point it out. No, I I agree. It, it none of it makes sense that it's all just what it is. But it's just kind of, I guess it's just fine. Like, yeah. I just yeah. don't care. In in this, like you kind of can't have this underwater. For for all the all the little nitpicky things I care about when it comes to physics and shit needs to make sense to me. Like you cannot have this movie be this way if they cannot talk underwater. Right, right. You can't. This movie cannot exist if they can't talk underwater. At least not this way for sure. Like, then you're going to say, oh, they all have telepathy that can talk to each other because they're landing. They're, then like, then you just have a whole movie where you're reading subtitles. And that's just dumb. But whatever. You know, uh, so... And, 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 like, the movie wasn't shot underwater. Like, most of it wasn't shot underwater. It was shot on sound stages, which... Confuses me even further. I have no idea how they made this movie. Like yeah, the sound design for the water stuff was really cool. Like the way they kind of echo their voices and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and like, oh, and, and like, like the hair physics. Yeah. Like, did they film the hair and then CG it on top of their head, or or did they film the actor underwater and and put and, him in and then like just have him wear blue face and then shoot that part outside of the water, like? I have no clue how this movie was made. You ought to look into that and let, let me know. Get get back to us. Our listeners. Are yeah, like to know. like like Jason Momoa's hair is going all over the place underwater. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But he's yeah, that is kind of. I wonder. Yeah, but he's talking and there are no air bubbles coming out, so he's not actually underwater. Like I'm, it's fucking confusing, man. Yeah, and then they're just talking underwater anyway. Just, yeah, just air bubbles. It up. Air air bubbles. Air bubbles or not. <laughs> talking underwater no matter what. So it's all just crazy. I, I did think it was a it's a funny little side funny little thing where they so you've got like these newscasters a couple times through the movie where they're talking about Atlanteans and they're acting like it's all make believe or at least two of the three are and then you have one that just believes it and says like we literally have an Atlantean guy doing shit like are y'all and and to top it off really really guys. This is after the after Justice League, so you know Superman exists. You know the Flash exists. Like, are you really gonna tell me that an underwater city is crazy to you? <laughs> That's the weird shit to you. I don't know. That's it. It's not like he's. <clears throat> it's not like he's had a press conference and said, "I am Aquaman." No, I, I get you know? that, but it still just seems like. I don't know. It, that, he he has a it, legend t- attached to him, much like Sasquatch. Right. And, and he does. You don't know quite as much. But we don't know how much information gets out after uh, Justice League. It's not really, again, not not really told to us. We don't know. Yeah. Well, just the, the big ending of Justice League ha- like happens in a remote portion of Russia. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's reasonable to say that not, not much. much has yeah. gotten out. Yeah. They probably just dipped as soon as it was over yeah you know went their separate ways oh man so that that really does make me think though i wonder how they're gonna even enter do this at this point because like getting henry cavill's out isn't he supposedly yeah supposedly he's out out. ben affleck he's kind of on the fence i don't think it's it hasn't been officially announced that he's out so let's assume they're both out for the sake of me saying this how are they gonna 
like connect this anymore. I have no after idea. After Shazam. I have I, they they haven't said anything about Shazam being connected. And and it may not be to be fair, but I could see them just as easily have it mild, slightly connected like, "Oh, you're like Superman," you know. So like the the answer is Flashpoint, right? Right, yeah, the the long-term answer is we're going to make the Flash movie and it's going to be Flashpoint. And it's going to fix everything. Yeah, it's going to air quotes fix everything. So, okay. But that also to some degree requires those characters to maybe come back well, a they, little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, they could like cameo. And 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 hopefully they would at least cameo. And then in the alternate universe that's get that gets created you have the the new characters in there, maybe, yeah, or something yeah. like that. You start fresh. <clears throat> um, so. and then and then you can bring in, like, you can get real fanboyish and like bring in other actors that have played Superman. Oh, in like like in TV and you know, like in TV and, and Brandon and Ralph, Brandon Ralph, because uh, Smallville guy. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be you know, neat. yeah, but yeah, like it's 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 not beyond fixing. I just don't trust them to do it. Uh, I, I do like that with Wonder Woman and with Aquaman, they have they've made decent movies now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're at least you know they're decent. They're 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 getting back on track. I'm just concerned about the box office. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'll I'll, I'll definitely need to see that. I'd like to see that after this weekend. Like th- this movie has a lot of competition. Does it? Yeah. Other um, than Mary Poppins, but, well, see, I guess Bumblebee too. Bumblebee came out yeah. today, or comes out today. Uh-huh. Um, Mary Poppins, Spider Spider Verse was Spider-Verse, last week. So. It's and and what's odd mm. is usually you release movies around the holiday to avoid the competition, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of it right now. I, I hope it, man. As long as it does well enough, that that's all they need. They just needed to do okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, and whatever it is, that is by their standards, that it's okay enough of a profit, and I hope it is because it's it's worth it. It's it is good enough. If you like comic book stuff and you like this character enough and you just enjoy kind of fun movies, entertaining movies, not super deep but entertaining. Yeah, you know, you could you could definitely enjoy this and really good visuals alongside most of it. Amazing visuals. Mm-hmm. And 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 you say not too deep like <clears throat> there's character development in the movie that I did not expect. Like well, yeah, th- it goes yeah. places. Arthur Curry's character goes places. He does, but you could just you could have somebody just ignore that and be there for the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. They could just not even pay attention to any of that and you'll still have a entertaining time. You know, just watching the fights, watching the visuals. The characters are fun. You know, Jason Momoa is fun enough as Aquaman. Yeah. Especially if you don't know anything about Aquaman. Yeah, I would assume. By the the end of this movie, man, I was so hype on Aquaman. Like, him bursting out and having that damn uh, suit of armor on. Yeah, when he was in the the final costume and... He looked... He really did. He looked bad as shit. Yeah. And then he's putting the trident up where... His eyes are between the center point and the arcs of the mm-hmm. other two on the other side, and it's glowing and humming, and he's using his, I'm going to call it, his, his fish, fish telepathy. Fish, fish speak. Yeah, his fish speak. It, it was really, really cool. It, yeah. it, looked, it was a really good really aesthetic appearance. Cool. So. Uh, and at the end, at the end, he actually said, I am Aquaman, right? Did he say that? 
I feel like he, he said... He, like, popped out of the water and he... <clears throat> yeah, I feel like he said that to... He's saying that to the audience. Well, uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, then yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was a cool visual. Uh, yeah. He kind of just jumps out of the water in the with the sun behind him and the horizon and all that stuff. It was like, oh, that's a... That's a wallpaper. <laughs> that's a wallpaper-ass picture right uh, there. And, and one thing this movie proved, tridents are cool as hell. Yeah, they're, they're badass, dude. Like, they're just giant forks, but they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not bad. But I do have one... I have one... One complaint about the tridents, and oh. it's just a me thing. Okay. The, the, the trident that... Belonged to his mother. Yeah, was not a trident. Uh huh. It had five pokies, five ends. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't really notice that. So that would be what? A... I don't even know what five is. Penta. Yeah, it's a yeah, pen- there we go. It's yeah, a yeah, penta. Penta yeah. dent. I guess. <laughs> That's even a thing. Oh, I've I've only ever heard of a trident and a bident. So it's got to be a pent penta dent. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it is, that's a terrible name. That's that's awful. And boy, talking about something that, and I and I'm not gonna be able to remember all of them, but they hit some beats there at the end of that movie, boy. Like every little <laughs> every little thing you thought would happen, happened. You know, Willem Def- or uh, Orm says something snarky to Willem Dafoe was like, take him into custody and make sure he has an excellent view. Oh yeah. Later, like- Willem Dafoe takes Orm into custody and says. Take him into custody and make sure he has an excellent excellent view. view. Yeah. And then fucking Django Fett's been going out to the pier at sunrise for the last 20 years. And all of a sudden, look at this. His his mom's there now at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole Kidman got brought back through a portal. So much of the movie writes itself. Yeah. But it's all in execution. It it is. Like, it's all fine that it's this, you know plate it's all this stuff that you, predictable stuff but you know i just accepted it and it was i'm look i'm happy to see an entertaining enough aquaman movie talk about a, a superhero i never thought was going to be even okay <laughs> especially after seeing man of steel and batman v superman and justice league and suicide squad not that all those have terrible written all over them the whole time but you know, just seeing them how they handle the other characters and then you see Aqua Bro. Yep. Makes me think like, oh, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I, I've watched. What are su- they doing? What are you guys? I watched Suicide Squad. I can't. I don't trust you to handle Aquaman at all. Even if I don't know the character, I don't trust you to make him make me like him. I'll put it that way. But they did. Yep. I like him. He's he's not the Aquaman I necessarily want, but he's good. You know, it's Jason Momoa is charming enough, and he and he's mm-hmm. good, and it's and it's fun. It's definitely good enough. All right. Okay, Reed. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. I am too. I'm glad you were pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you've drugged me too much worse movies. Oh, okay. You have. <laughs> like, don't deny it. You've done it this year. What What movie? Uh, Happy Time Murders. That movie was so good. Don't lie. Like, it was terrible, but it was kind of great. I really, re- we didn't really talk about that movie very much. Yes, I... we did. We talked about how bad it was. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, um. But Aquaman was was pretty decent. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening. Uh, uh subscribe to the podcast, and uh, we'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, the Black Pocket Podcast and the Reality Breached Local Spotlight, all available on realitybreached.com.